Yeah, maybe. You know, that's very true. Did the episode start? Was that did like did are you just going to do a cold open like that or no, is this bloops or oh, is man. this Maybe this is the episode. I don't think it is. You know? I well, I have an idea. Okay. I was thinking that we've and I know you said you had some intros, so I don't mean to supersede that, but we've had some very long protracted uh, weird intros in my in my my arc. I'm taking mm-hmm. ownership of this. We had some weird, long, protracted intros, so I thought we could abstract the intro away. Okay. So I I, I, I think you'll pick up what I'm putting down as soon as I start. So I'm going to start right now. Okay. Hello, this is podcast name side character quest. I am not Mason. I am weird personality. This is also weird personality, specifically character who in some way has antagonized the normal host. Here is me attempting to yes and by acting surprised and making probing questions, ultimately leading to a longer, more protracted segment before eventually Uh, me self-destruct and not know how to continue bit of my own making. And then at which point Ty joins me and I act surprised. Oh my gosh, hi Ty. At which point Ty come in and try to do real host job, reintroduce show after having already introduced show, rending the whole experience moot. Welcome to Side Character Quest, a fantasy role-playing show featuring only two people. My name is Mason, playing the character of Talbotton, and with me as always... Is me, Ty. I'm not going to do a bit today. We just did. That was it. We just abstracted it away. That's kind of like a choose your own, build your own bits kind don't, of thing. Don't, you know, it's funny. It's funny. Uh, we were talking about doing something uh, that I had two different ideas, and this is kind of a mix of both. So that's great. It's a mix of every idea ever. Yeah, yeah yep, yep, yep. All right. I was just reading off the sheet you gave me mm, that is it's... like, this is how you do side character quests. Did I actually give you a sheet? Yeah, it says. Literally what I was saying, I was oh. paraphrasing, where it just says, long protracted bit, act surprised. Act this surprised. isn't tied. Tied yeah, this isn't tied. Tie yeah. yeah. Forget that, the, for, forget to hit record. You're joking. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh my God. It's because I did that to you <laughs> last time. <laughs> oh, uh, revenge tastes terrible on the wrong end of it. Yes. So, uh, do you uh, want to recap for the listeners? Yes. Last time on Side Character Quest, three brave adventurers ventured into the deep woods around Flughaven in search of answers, in search of a sending stone. Blue, Tableton, and George French name all went in. <laughs> I don't even know if it was a French name, actually. No, George Lacheron? Uh, Gilderange. Gilderange. It was French-ish. Uh, it's only French because I'm pronouncing it French. It's it is written like Gilderanch or something. <laughs> Blue Talbotson and George Gilderanch went into an abandoned ruin. Abandoned or so they thought. In the center was a table with some dice and some disturbed things. We found out that George is just kind of a gentleman adventurer rich guy. We poked around a little bit before Talbotson started reading minds inadvertently and heard thoughts of other beings. And then tried to probe deeper, alerting those beings to their presence, who then sprung an attack, knocking Talbotton to the ground. Talbotton cast sleep, and everyone went to sleep. Well, Talbotton and one other person went to sleep, uh, and then Talbotton's hat fell off. He woke up. Blue had crushed the skulls of the uh, of two of the skeleton people who had come out, and Talbotton was a deer. Cool. Kind of lost my steam a little bit, but I, I remember it all. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, I will say that you got one detail wrong, and I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Was it that it wasn't abandoned? Because I did address that. Nope, nope. 
It's it's one that is potentially bad for you that you <laughs> misremembered it. Well, I hope I ju- I hope it was just an omission and I didn't actually forget because now I'm nervous. Thanks, Ty. Nope, you got it explicitly incorrect. <laughs> okay, I said it out loud and it was wrong. You said it out loud and <laughs> oh, it was no. wrong. Oh <laughs> no, that's bad. It, it, it's bad for you. I lost my hat. I'm a deer. Yeah, you're a deer. Blue crushed the, blue crushed the skulls of two of the skeleton guys. Three of the skeleton guys? I'm talking to one of them. There was a certain number of them. Yeah, there were three. Blue crushed two. I knocked one out. Did he? Or George crushed two. Did he? They were interrogating them to try and get me to change back, because they thought they'd change me with their magic. Did he crush two? Pretty sure... You described it as, it like, the one I heard crunch, and I heard you crunch. You did hear the one crunch. I heard one crunch, and Blue said the other one was, d- well, maybe the other one ran away. He didn't see anything about the other one. Maybe the other one ran away, huh? He doesn't, he, he has no reason to know there's a third. What do you mean he has no reason to know there's a third? All three of them attacked us. They came running out. Did they? I thought so, in the chaos of the moment. In the chaos of the moment. Stop asking questions like that. You're pissing me off. (laughs) Now I'm doubting everything. This is like gaslighting, but like different because I'm actually Um. wrong. But the way you're talking about it makes makes me feel like I'm losing my mind. Uh, Fade out. Oh, you're keeping that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. The uh, <laughs> We see right now this deer-like being sitting on top of a, a skeleton uh, wearing like a sort of guard's uniform in the middle of this uh, stone fort in the middle of a swamp. Georges is standing outside uh, looking at the other skeleton, which has had its head crushed in. Um, and then you've got Blue next to you watching your... Like you slapping <laughs> this this person you who you have pinned down. What what do you do? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wake up. Wake up. Something is terribly wrong. We've had a terrible misunderstanding. The the figure uh, their head moves back and forth, and you see their jaw start to move, and they they kind of like press up against you uh, as if they're trying to not. not as if they're trying to get out from under you, but... Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. You have to stay here. It's okay, though. I promise it's okay, though. You do have to stay here. Because you did attack us, and my friend kind of killed your friend, and it's terrible. And I'm trying to keep the situation sort of calmer. So please just relax. It's oh, It's... Well, it's not okay. Everything is bad. But... You're gonna listen to... You're, you're gonna calm, calm the hell down right Blue. now. You are you are definitively not helping. Also, where's the other one? Did you kill both of them? Or, Fuck you, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> right as you right as you um say that, you hear a roll me a perception check. Oh nuts, oh, beans. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> That's a fourteen. It rolled onto my caps lock key. Yeah, um, that is that Wait. is plenty. Uh, oh, go ahead. Fourteen plus three. Fifth. <laughs> Set whatever that is, seventeen. Gotcha. Um, down one of the one of the doorways in this little fort, you hear a ceramic shatter kind of sound, but that's it. Oh, 
Well, that's great. Uh, hey, Blue? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. No, no, you're uh, not. Stop, 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 right, stop, stop, hey, stop, stop. Okay. Stay right. here. I'm staying right here. Put that down. What? The, I'm not putting my crossbow down. Put it pointed at the ground. All right. Lowers and points it vaguely towards his head. Not towards Blue. Listen. All right, all right. I was just messing with you that time. Oh, yes. What a good time. Ha, ha, ha. How funny. How good of a sense of humor. Stop it. We are on the same side. These people are not our enemies. This was a misunderstanding. I... You've worked with Father Pard. Has he not told you? Question, have we have we established whether or not he's told told him? Because I would assume no, but I, I worry that I might have said yes. I don't know if you did or not, which is why I asked. Damn it. I'm going to assume no, and if I got that wrong, I don't know why I don't know why he would have I know why you're yeah. unsure, because before yeah. I said that Father Pard was talking to them in kind of a haste. So that was when it was brought up. We didn't mention anything about Blue knowing or not. Okay, so Blue doesn't know about, about this. Okay, cool. That's what I thought, but I, I, I was worried that I had fucked up my plan. No, it had only come up because I said it out loud. So, um, ask your question again? Have you not, did Father Pard not tell you? Uh, tell me, tell me about what? That, the, that these, these creatures, these skeletons that are cropping up, they're, they're sentient. They're not evil. They're scared. They're, they're alone. They're, they're... They are not our enemies. Scary though they I, might. How do you know that? It's not like we can. It's not exactly like we we can't talk to them. They're just un, undead like constructs. Like I, they are not constructs. Father Pard was having a conversation with one of them when I first. You're telling. You're telling me when I when I cut those heads off the or the uh, those husks outside the wetless. You tell me I just murdered some people. Well, Is that no, what you're trying to tell me? No, the wetless were like consumed by bugs and sucked out to make some kind of nasty okay. honey for nasty people or something. Those yeah, are it fine. Taste that sweet. I will probably doesn't. Probably tastes a bit like shrimp and decay. Uh, but mm-hmm. those that's a different case. This. These skeletons, they are not our enemies. And I look down at the one that I'm straddling, and I say, you are not my enemy. I am not your enemy. Roll me a persuasion? Okay. What are are you trying to do here? I'm trying to... I'm trying to cast calm emotions, but using just the power of language, baby. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, roll roll me that. A persuasion? That is a crit 20. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry. <laughs> These dice, my rolls have been so middling that to get yes. a crit 20 feels so good. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, the the figure, when you say that, seeing how you have been trying to dissuade Blue, they relax. Like, you see their skull, like, pivot a little bit towards Blue and then pivot back to you. And then they, they relax and are not fighting you anymore. I get up. They And I help them up. I reach out a hand. They stay there for a moment, then sort of come up onto their elbows, and then reach out one hand uh, to grab you. I fucking throw them into the wall. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's terrible. If you do that, the fucking best. <laughs> oh, man. Psych, stupid bone boy. Eat, eat shit. Um. Ah, you tell him. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, gen- I gently Whoa. help him up. Um, okay. And I, I say, I'm so sorry. And I look, if they're, do they have any affects that are on the ground? Uh, uh, they, uh, when you knocked them to the ground, um, a couple playing cards, a deck of playing cards fall, fell out of their pocket. I scoop that up and I hand it to them, just continuing the show and gesture of goodwill. 
Sure. They they take that and uh you know it's it's very old. It's it's very old playing cards. Shove it into their pocket and uh, look at the two of you. And then they they see through the door and then they they place one of their hands onto um, the desk, uh, the sort of like the place where they had been playing dice earlier. Then they just lean over and you see their jaw open and you see their back kind of arch. Oh, no. And and they just they're just like, are you are you ill? Are you are you hurt? Um, Uh, You see them gesture like with one hand towards that open door and you you look over in that direction and see Georges standing next to the crushed skull of their friend. Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. George, move, move that. uh, Cover it. uh, Take off your coat and put it put it over that. I'm not putting my coat on this. Fine. Do you want the sending Uh, stone or not, George? Uh, fine, fine. I, I, okay. And uh, he takes off his, his coat and drapes it over. I think Talbotton takes a moment to take stock of the situation. Very cautiously, and if it seems okay, puts like a reassuring hand on the shoulder of this skeleton. They're still like heaving, but they, they put their hand down. Um, so it's no longer gesturing towards that figure. And the, the, you can feel their, their body like shuddering a little bit. Um, I, th- I think Talbotton would try and comfort this skeleton in some manner. Because Talbotton feels horrible. Do it. Yeah, I think Talbotton, like, <laughs> provided the skeleton isn't giving any signals that this is not okay, I think Talbotton tries to just, like, give the skeleton sort of a hug. They shrink away from you, um, but then they with that 20 from earlier, they uh, accept the comforting half-embrace. And uh, and Talbotton says, um, I'm, I'm do not have words to express how sorry I am that this misunderstanding has led to the demise of your friend. If, had I not been incapacitated, perhaps I could have stopped it. And I, I am deeply sorry. Um, I think, so the spell description for mending oh. says this spell repairs a single break or tear in an object you touch, such as a broken chain link, two halves of a broken key, a torn clack, or a leaking wineskin. As long as the break or tear... Those are just examples. This is the important part. Yeah. As long as the break or tear is no larger than one foot in any dimension, you mend it, leaving no trace of the former damage. This spell can physically repair a magic item or construct, (sighs) but the spell can't restore magic to such an object. So... Interesting. Inadvertently, I mean, well, not maybe not actually. The they are obviously animated by magic, right? They're not just a race of sentient skeletons. Uh I don't think you would know that for sure, but I think that is a f- that is a that is a fair assumption. It's not necessarily a correct assumption. Um, if you want to roll for some, you know, Arcana or something like that, then you can, or history or something, whatever you think would be relevant. No, I think what Talbotton does uh, is sort of hand on the shoulder and then steps away and goes over to the blanket. Move, George. And Talbotton puts his hands where the, where the skull is under the blanket, fractured, and tries to cast Mending just to see. Like, uh, this is obviously an incantation that Talbotton learned when he was at Bardic College. Yeah. Like, something you're taught when, you know, you accidentally tear your books or you break something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they teach you Mending pretty quick. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to roll a percentile die, and that 
percentile die. I, I am really stre I feel like I'm stretching the rules of what mending can do because when I imagine like crush the skull, you know, put his boot down, shattered, right? Yeah. So it, it, I don't know if mending can like really do that many pieces, but I find this very interesting and compelling. So what I'm gonna say is I'm gonna roll a percentile die and I want you to roll a percentile die. This is how many pieces, mine is how many pieces I break it into. Oh, okay. And you are how many that you're able to like piece it back together. So if yours is higher than mine, you have reformed the skull. And a percentile die is one of the, it's just two D10s, right? One is the, one's the tens place, one's the hundreds. Yes, and if you get two zeros, right. that's... <laughs> one is the, one is the ones, one is the tens. Yeah. Two. Ooh. Okay. 79. 12. So when he stepped on this skull, it only broke into 12 pieces. And you are able to piece together 79 pieces worth of skull. What, is, what does this look like as you mend? Um, I think, honestly, it looks like when you take... Do you remember when you were a kid and you broke something like your parents' shovel or something while you were playing outside and you decided to just sort of you're bearing the put body. it back in place? <laughs> yeah, when you, when you were burying the body. But when you just like stick pieces of something like a broken stick or whatever back in place and they kind of hold for a moment and it can look almost like it's not broken. Yes. But when any stress is applied, it comes apart. It looks like that, except the pieces stay when you put them. And Talbotin's just kind of reciting the mending poem under his breath. Oh, that's so good. Mending poem. I love that. Yeah. Someone write that for uh, us. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to try and improvise one, but I don't have a good enough poetry brain. And it's definitely a rhyming thing. I think it's like a nursery rhyme, almost. Roses are red, violets are blue. Take these three pieces and make them two. Yes. Um, that, that's kind of the... <laughs> I, we should have ended in one. <laughs> but grape, gra Grapes on a vine, tulips are fun. Make these two pieces now into one, <laughs> and you just count down. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I think it's definitely something like you would imagine a grandmother humming while she knits a scarf. Like it's that kind of like weird rhyming couplet from old times. I really like that. It's like if it feels like it feels like mending would be the the quintessential thing that you can kind of imagine the archetypical grandmother using on a regular basis. It's like oh yeah, this is that. Man, you know, kids these days, they, they don't learn their mending spells. Yeah. Yeah, so you do this and the skull comes back together. Have you brought the other skeletal figure over to you or, or no? Because otherwise they're going to stay next to the table. No, I, I left them next to the table. I didn't know if this was going to work or do anything, but I thought it was worth trying. Gotcha. I, don't, I, I can't imagine it would bring them back to life, but it would maybe be less gruesome. <laughs> but then again, I just realized this might be more gruesome because if they see each other as fully formed humans, I just mushed gobs of flesh back together in like a semi homunculus looking fashion. Yeah. Um, no, your friend's fine. I mushed their nose back on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you have done this and the, the figure does not come back to life. They don't seem to shudder or shake or anything like that. They still seem just like a pile of, of bones and in fact like as they are sitting there some of the you know how like some bones in the skeleton like don't seem like they should actually hold their shape without flesh right things are 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 disconnecting and like the arms are no longer like connected to joint you know on the joints because there's no um right tendons holding the joints together ribs are falling flat and yeah they're still staying apart they're not doesn't seem to be anything there george do you have a shovel uh, do I have a shovel? 
Uh, of course I have a shovel. What do you take me for? Can you dig, uh, a grave? Like a... Please. Like a... Okay, I, I don't see... Fine. Listen, George, if you... If you were traveling with a friend, and they met an unfortunate, untimely end, you would do this for them? No. You, no, you are right. I... I apologize. Okay, I thought you were disagreeing, and I was going to say, well, maybe a decent person would do it, but okay. Uh, yeah, he starts slowly digging. He takes a, um, a fairly, like, a not a full-length shovel that, like, has one of those pop-out handles, and he starts uh, digging near-ish the wall. Thank you. Um, I go back to the uh, skeleton who is still there, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I cast message. Yes! Um... <laughs> Oh, are you waiting for me to do that? Yes, I have been. I, uh, I, Talbotton sort of fumbles with the little copper ring he wears and points at the skeleton, uh, and says, Again, I'm, I'm so sorry about this. Um, I think that I'm, one of my friends is preparing a grave and we can do a, a small service. Um, I don't know anything about you. I don't know if that is respectful, disrespectful, but if, if possible, I would like to do what I can to make this, this situation better. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, thank, thank you. Um, I, I mean, we're just, we're just trying to do our job, man. Uh, I think hearing that response, I think Talbotton is, is sort of shaken for a, a, a moment and then says, uh, I cast message again uh, and says, I'm, I'm sorry, this is, under, this, what? Understand for us, this was incredibly frightening uh, as well. This this whole misunderstanding and and I, it's everything about this is so unfortunate. What did, I would never have allowed this to happen, were I able to prevent it. What did your friend do to him? Uh, let's just say for the sake of this conversation, I'm just repeatedly casting message. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank and, God for- and let me be clear: like nobody around you can hear this conversation because this is just happening between you. And as he's talking, you you can see his jaw moving along with his words. Um, I turn to Blue, who I'm assuming is just standing there as we're silently looking at each other, mm-hmm. and Talbotton's whispering silently, and this thing is moving. And I just say to Blue, "I'm I'm speaking uh, with them um, right now." All right. What? What what is your name? Uh, my name's um. Oh God, uh, my name's Threep. 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 Uh, my name is Talbotton. This is Blue, and that out there is George. What did he do? Well, they between you and me, and this is uh, entirely under trust because nobody knows this, and I feel safe telling you because Talbotton would not be this tactless. I wouldn't be like you can't tell them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Between you and me, they believe that you turned me into this when I previously appeared human. In, in reality, this is what I look like, but it is uh, a secret that I keep. Um, so I am even more at fault. But question, when you're talking, are your, are your lips moving? Like, does it look like you're talking? Yes, okay. uh, I believe message explicitly is that you... You whisper a message, and the target, and only the target can hear it, so it's silent whispering. Okay, okay. So, Are you so, about to tell me that Blue is like a professional anti-ventriloquist? No, 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 no. I, 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 think, I think what it, like, what this person would be seeing is they'd be seeing somebody just, like, very 
subtly moving their lips, but perfectly in, with perfect clarity hearing the words that you're saying. Yeah. And, and he probably, the uh, the skeleton you're talking to, Threep, probably hasn't noticed that there's any incongruity there. Oh, interesting. Uh, how would we have done that to you? Like, we, we're just... <laughs> I, I don't know any magic, man. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Do you, are you, are you aware of how you appear to me and to my traveling companions? You, in my vision, whether it is accurate or not, appear as a living, moving skeleton. What do you, is that like because of whatever... This is? And he motions towards your uh, deer form. Uh, No. The reason we fled, and I believe the reason my compatriots find it plausible that you would be responsible for my seeming transformation is that you appear to us as animated skeletons. I can see your bones. I cannot see anything but your bones. Your words are inaudible. We are speaking currently using the, the, the little cantrip that is taught in Bardic colleges and elsewhere uh, to allow sort of silent communication. I didn't know if you would be able to hear me or respond. I don't know. What, what are you talking about? Like, you're saying this guy can't hear, hear what, what, what I'm saying. saying. What's he gesturing to me for? Uh, Blue, can you, can you hear? Uh, this is Threep, by the way. Can you hear anything Threep says? Threep. No, I... And I'm, I'm speaking out loud now. Threep, um, can you just go ahead and, and say hello to Blue? Threep, like, gesture, you know, kind of waves, and you see their jaw move a little bit, but you don't hear anything, and Blue doesn't hear anything. Did you hear that, what? Blue? No, I mean, uh, uh, no, I, I did not hear anything. Can you do me a favor and just describe what Threep uh, appears to be to you? Five foot ten. Human looks like it. Uh, hmm. Guess like probably guard. Like, they, do you do you see any flesh on this person, Blue? That's a weird question, but no, I do not. Blue, they are not. Threep is not aware of Threep's current condition. Hmm. Um. Threep. Oh well, hold on a second, Blue. Threep. What do you? How do you look at your hand and tell me what you see? I'm, this is terrible because I understand this is an incredibly stressful situation, but tell me, do you see flesh? He pulls himself up and he looks at his hand and um, he's going to roll a wisdom saving throw. His fucking skull explodes. He looks at his hands and it just like pauses for a moment. What what are you okay. guys doing? Sit down. Three. What? Three. No. You. What? What is this? This. This is something that is happening beyond just you. I, Other people like this. What are, are you? Are appearing. I, I don't know. Hey, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Hey, get your hand off that. Get your Blue, hand off that. Blue, hill. it's okay. I'm speaking with him. No, I cast he, calm emotions. That, it's not gonna be okay. I cast calm emotions. <laughs> I'm, you're kidding. Uh, you're, you're really getting your mileage out of that. I'm burning my last. I'm burning. I'm casting it at a third level. Fuck, dude. Okay. Which does nothing, but I don't have any second level slots because I use them for calm emotions. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. And yes, I'm getting my mileage out of it. I can't do anything in a fight, so, so yeah. I better avoid one. You do that, and, and that affects both of them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, well, 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 well. Do I have to roll anything? I forget. Man, I should know this by now. Uh, a charisma saving throw. A creature can choose to fail this saving throw if it wishes. Uh, I mean, neither of them are going to wish it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, if you're casting that spell, I imagine emotions are high, and it'd be hard to get someone willing to do that. Um, Billy just rolled a one. Well, Bill's calm as shit. Uh, well, I'm rather, um, indifferent. And then... Uh, the DC is 14. <laughs> he rolled a 12, so he also failed it. So he, uh, his hand moves off of his, off of his sword. Billy look, or Blue looks like just, he just like his shoulders relax. His uh, crossbow lowers down and he just has like this very dull look on his face. With that crit fail, he's just very calm, very chill. I think since Talbotin is not wearing the hat, I want there to be some visual component to his spell casting now. And I think the hat was suppressing it. Okay. And I think Talbotin's surprised by it. Like I, th- and I don't know what it, I don't know, like what's a good, what's a good thing? Like what's a... Um... Something that could be suppressed by the hat, like other than, you know, like glowing eyes or something. So you, you, despite looking like a deer, at this point, you haven't had more than like little nubbins of horns, right? Of antlers, right? Yeah. How about those grow rapidly? And maybe also there is, um, because you, you're on the Goodberry set. Yes. Yes. Maybe as that happens, like some holly leaves sprout from the, uh, the antlers. I think Talbotin freezes after saying this and just kind of slowly reaches up in this like weird pause <laughs> and picks a berry and then throws it on the ground and then just kind of looks around. Listen, Threep, you are not alone. Yes. A lot, a lot of individuals have been appearing under the same condition where they appear to most people as skeletal forms and it has caused quite a stir uh, as it seems to be becoming more prevalent I don't I will be honest I do not know the ins and outs of the situation but someone I work with is and, and a close friend of mine was communicating with another person who is experiencing exactly the same thing as you I do not know if that other person was able to perceive themselves in the way that, that you just have and I understand that it is shocking but the, the important thing for you to understand is that what you have just witnessed, whether you choose to continue to see yourself that way or not, what you just witnessed is how me and Blue and George perceive you. And that is partly to blame for the situation that has just unfolded, which resulted in the, in the death of your friend. I am sorry. I have... Would you like a berry? I... I don't... No, I, I don't think I have much of an appetite right now. When was the last time you did? He pauses and, like, looks... Well, you don't, you don't really... You can't tell where he's looking. <laughs> he doesn't have eyeballs. Yeah, I, I figured. I don't know. Where... What's the earliest memory that you have? Uh... Do you remember your childhood? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I remember growing up in reggaeton. I reggaeton. I remember enlisting in the army. I remember. I remember the arcanist telling me that we have to come out this way. Hmm. Marching through the tunnels. I have a couple questions. Um, but first... Is, is that Mason or is that Tal? That was Tal. Okay. Let me retake that, though. Okay. Uh, remind me where... He just said that he remembered growing up in Bregatone. Bregatone. He remembered walking through the tunnels. He remembered uh, enlisting in the army, that sort of thing. Who... Who did you say ordered you to march through the tunnels? That, uh, that would have been uh, the Arcanist. And uh, who is that? That sounds like a magical title. I, I, and again he pauses. I don't know their name. I was just doing guard duty. When? When was this? Do you remember the date? The year? Yeah, it's just been the last. The last few. Uh. The last few what? Uh, weeks, I think. What? What year is it? He, oh man, fuck, I, I, I don't know. He gives a number that doesn't track. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's it's not like it's a long time ago or really recently. It just, the number, the scale he's using doesn't make sense. Like, if, if somebody was to say to you, you, Mason, if somebody was to say, yeah, it's year 1356 of the Mondolian Empire. And it's like, like, what is that? Right, or like, what year is it? Oh, it's Babby. It's Babby, yeah. I really need to figure out, like, the actual concrete, like, calendar. Okay, Threep, just to give you an idea and not to explode your head anymore, what you just said makes no sense at all. I believe that perhaps you're using a different system from a, a time gone by, but I have a suspicion that you are significantly older than you may believe. I want you to roll me a history check. All right. That oh, was going to be a 16, but it's an 8 plus 3, so 11. 11? Mm, never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what he would do at this time. He, so he's, he is still under the effects of the calm emotion. So I feel like he is not feeling particularly curious. He is not as visibly upset by anything. Um, Listen, I... I'm sorry, I need to go take care of my friend, and... Can you, can you hear each other speak? Yes, we can hear each other speak. Okay, well, we cannot hear you, uh, which... Sorry, um, fair. You, your other friend, is your other... Is, there were three of you, yes? Yes, there were three of us. Unfortunately, one of... Uh, blue! Um, yeah, yeah. Did you... How many of... Three Just the friends. one. Just one. Just the one. Merciful, merciful Brega. Um, do you know? I cast message again. Do you know where your other friend was? Also, what were their names? Uh, she probably she probably went back to report to the Arcanist. Uh, is the Arcanist here? Uh, yeah, they're they're. Read me exactly what are uh, calm emotions like. It doesn't mean that I necessarily trust you, right? No. It just means that I'm not. Okay. It just means that you are indifferent towards a creature you would be, we would have been hostile towards. Gotcha. Okay. I think he starts to say that and then pauses and 
He's not hostile towards you. I'm trying to figure out, like, what? how would he react in this moment? Common emotions is such an interesting thing, because, like, like he... Uh, mm, mm. I... I don't think that's, uh... I, I don't think that's any of your concern. He says matter-of-factly, not aggressively. Okay. I, I, I understand. Um, I believe we would like to meet with the Arcanists under better terms. Uh, we have come in search of a, a, a sending stone. We thought the place to be abandoned. But, but knowing that you're here, um, we did not come with any kind of hostile intentions. We simply came in, in search of this thing. Not looking for a fight, not looking to cause any problems. Can we meet with the Arcanist? Hmm. I, if, if there is anything I can offer you as a gesture of, of goodwill, and also if we do have, I did assign my friend to dig a, a grave for your friend. You never gave me their names, I did ask. Well, the one out there is Guy. Um, Guy? Yeah, and our buddy that, that uh, flew the coop, uh, that would be Rush. Rush, yes. Uh, is there any kind of culturally significant um, burial practice that you think would be good for Guy? I suppose we should attend to this first. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a cleric, man. I, I I just I don't know. There's there's been a lot of if we could if we could treat every death as sacred, I would really that would be great. But you know, with everything going on in a cold world, yeah, yeah, some of us are just left out to freeze. Uh, that's nothing, actually. No, 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 no don't I, you, don't I, you, that was evocative as hell. Blue, you can't hear this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I am a poet by trade, and that was an abomination. Let me, I feel as though the least we can do, because all I know are words, I feel like the least we can do is give Guy a proper burial and request to meet with the, the arcanist, uh, if that would be amenable Again, this is perhaps the worst way this could have happened. Um, I am personally invested in trying to bridge the gap between people who are experiencing what you're experiencing and people like me at Blue and George. Uh, Roll me a a persuasion check. That is an 18 plus 9, so that is a 20... uh, Well, I can't add 8s and 9s. For some reason, 7, 8, and 9 in my head are really hard. Eight is two less than ten. Nine is one less than ten. So that's three less than ten off of thirty. So that's thirty, twenty-nine, twenty-eight, twenty-seven. Yeah. Uh, twenty-seven. That's how I have to do math because I'm broken. No, no, I understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'd I'd appreciate it, and I suppose I could go put in a word for you to to be able to talk to him. I mean, if you if you want, see your friends digging that hole. So it, I mean, if you if you want, like, if you want to come down. I could I could introduce you. You you seem like okay folks, I suppose. That's a uh, very big of you to say after what had just happened. Well, you did you did roll a twenty seven. Um so. I know, I'm just I'm just I'm complimenting them on their graciousness. <laughs> I can understand too if you want Blue and George to remain and you just want me to come down. Um Yeah, I I don't uh he can't hear me, right? Nope, he cannot. Only I can. Yeah, that guy looks shifty. He is He is not. He is fiercely loyal. He is more competent than you would expect, and a very perceptive and sharp individual. However, some internal biases and lack of information lead him to take courses of action that 
are not perhaps the best in the given moment. Um, Blue uh, leans over to you and whispers in your ear, this guy looks shifty. I lean over to Blue <laughs> and I say, um, I think you'd like him. <laughs> I can, uh. Threep, do you have any training in any, you said you don't have any magic. Do you have no any training? I mean, I, I got the sword. I, I can fight. Oh, I studied it. I want to teach you the way I'm communicating with you now. I want... It's, it's, it's a simple cantrip. It's, a, it's a just some, a mental recitation and a certain focusing of, of, of your intentions and the help of, of, a, of a, just a piece of copper. Well, um, if, if we... Uh, hmm. Well, I'll, I'll, see how, I'll see how the Arcanist feels about this. Do you want to go down by yourself or do you want me to go with you? Well, if it's just you, um, you can come, come with me. Okay, uh, one moment. Blue, George. Uh, yeah? Yeah, yes. George, you're doing a great job. Blue, why Thank don't you. you give George a hand? Um, I'm going to go with, uh, with three. Oh. Uh, there, is, mm. there is somebody who is known as the Arcanist. The Arcanist. Arcanist. This accent is getting away from me. <laughs> and it probably has been this whole arc. I hope everyone can forgive me. Um... Blue, George, there is someone here known as the Arcanist who seems to be in charge, and Threep has agreed to bring me down to meet with them. Threep does not perceive or has not perceived themselves as an animated skeleton. Weird. Yeah, so there's a bit of um, crossed wires, crossed communications. If you can Mm. just do your best to not harm anyone, not be aggressive to anyone and just stick it out up here. If something goes wrong with me, I will make a big noise. And I, I turn to Threep and I cast message and I say, I'm not going to hurt anyone, but if, if something goes bad, I will make, I will scream. And I can scream loud, because I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> um, okay. And then I turn back and I say, I'm going to go down with them. I, I trust Threep, and I'm trusting you now to not harm anyone who does not deserve it, despite how scary they may look. However... Wetless, open season. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't. I don't think we have a, a lot of uh, good feelings about those guys. So. Yeah. Well, actually, Threep message. Threep, the husk-like beings who have been wandering around this region. Are they who you have been guarding against, for the most part? I mean, when we first first started walking around, but they're they're pretty useful, just as like watchdog kind of thing. Do they report back to you, or is it just they make noise? Uh, they, 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 I don't know exactly how it works. Okay, something that the Arcanist has, uh, architected? Yeah, yeah. What's the word for that? There is a word. I don't, arcaned? Arcaned? Well, no, no, like when you build something, like, orchestrated. Orchestrated, yeah. More of a music term, but yeah. Yeah. Ah, it's, um, somatically similar. Not somatic, verbally. Somatic of the mouth. <laughs> yes. Somatic of the tip of the tongue and the teeth and the lips. Let's um, go meet the, the arcanist, and then afterwards we can have a, a burial for Guy, and, and I really hope we can end this on, on better terms. Because again, this was never my intention, and had I not, frankly, knocked myself unconscious, we, we wouldn't have to deal with this, so... So the, the three of you are standing there. Um, Blue's only heard, like, bits of this conversation. I assume you fill him in? Um, on, all of the, on all of the sympathetic parts, yeah. 
Yes, okay. I don't tell them about the Arcanists uh, making them march. I tell them that the Arcanists exist. I tell Blue that the Arcanists exist. I don't make it seem as militaristic as I definitely got the impression it was. Yeah. Um, because I don't want Blue to be preparing for war. So I, I give Blue the details without giving him sort of the subtext. Gotcha. Okay, so with that, you and Threep are going to leave this this main room and sort of head towards one of the doorways. Are, are you just allowing him to lead you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. He lead, starts leading you towards one of the, the three doorways that were in this fort, and it's, it's in the direction of where you heard that sort of ceramic crash earlier. Stepping through the door, you are led into a wide but not particularly tall stairway. There's a single lantern that is hanging on a hook on the grimy wall, and um, the roots from the tree that is coating this building poke through here and there. You also see a few moldy crates on the ground, but they've been pushed to the side, clearing a wide, straight path to these stairs. Uh, You also notice shards of ceramic towards the middle of the room. And on the opposite side of the room, sort of towards where that path is leading, deep in shadow, you see a wide ramp leading underground. How far down does this go, Threep? Uh, I, I don't know exactly, but I would guess maybe below the water level, so... This, this, was, this building was here uh, when you got here, yes? This was not a construction of, yeah, I mean, of your making or the Arcanist's making? No, it, it, was, it was here. Uh, I was kind of surprised by the condition it's in, but, you know, it's, it's, it's been here. Hmm. It's one of the one of the forts. Why a ramp, not stairs? That's uh, I mean for carriages, for deliveries, just making it easier to move stuff up. We just went downstairs to get to this ramp. Yeah, but it's wide, short. I mean, obviously, it's not the most convenient in the world. It's not the best, but it's something. When you this said is more of a... when you said tunnels earlier, did the tunnels connect from this building to other places? Yeah, it's it's part of the. Hmm. Where are you from? I'm from the the city of Cirque. Does that, is that anything to you? No, not, not really. Well, currently it is the sort of the largest population center, um, kind of a metropolitan area. You said that you were from Bregatone. Yeah. And, and I know Brega to be sort of just, you know, what you call the, the earth. Uh, was Bregatone a city? No, the kingdom, the kingdom, was Bregatone. It the, it's like the, the biggest, yeah, it's the biggest kingdom around like is it in the shape of a circle i mean i I, vaguely i mean one uh he is he is has his sort of head cocked to the side and is as you guys are are walking he like stops and is looking at you and you kind of feel like this sort of curiosity and like confusion in his body language i mean i i guess it's it will be uh will be yeah, I mean, once the walls finish, but like, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but the wall is finished and has been finished. For you mean the wall around everything, or the wall sort of that Cirque lies at the the edge of? Wait, hold on, really quick, Ty. Yeah, Cirque Cirque is on the edge of this other circular wall surrounding the old city. Yeah, so I, I've I've done a notoriously bad job of describing how that that works. So Cirque, the city on the circle, is on the edge of this circular wall. The edge of this circular wall with like a roof on it, so like a dome 
kind of thing. Okay. And that wall and that dome is like impenetrable, although you know from talking to Father Pard that Congress Monastery does know a way in. That wall is like very, very big. That structure is very, very big. But on the edge of everything, there is a wall that is like skyscraper sized. Right. Like just impossibly tall. The edge of the SCQ circle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and that is that is a thing that is well known that like everybody is aware of and is just like a part of everything. Is this, can I, can I put some, can I put two and two together as Tal or should I roll something? I think that you can put something, you can put it two together with as Tal. I think that's very fair. Because, because that sounds like information Tal would have, especially being close to Father Pard. Yeah. Um, Three, the wall is completed, and I believe the kingdom has fallen, because Cirque, the city that I'm from, is a city constructed on the outer edge of the wall of what must have been Bregatone. Tall, the, were the plans, are the plans this, tall wall, roof over the whole thing and closing it, making it almost impenetrable to any kind of outside attack. That's how the place has been for... <sighs> That's and and uh, let me tell you, a good job was done. Um, it's only recently, as far as I can infer, that my my friend, who I mentioned speaking with other people like you and your compatriots, uh, have been able to find ways in and out. The you are so you're, you are ancient. You are much older than you feel or think or seem. And that is fascinating, and that is okay. But it's going to take a lot of care to ensure that you 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 do not meet the same fate as what do I want to do here? As Guy, because not everyone is as understanding, not everyone is as open, and the information is not out widely enough. So what you're telling me that you're like? I think I think to you, I am from the future, <sighs> but. To me, and to uh, objective reality, but at, who can really say that? Because it is just my perception. To, to you and your compatriots, I'm sure you seem perfectly human, but to me and to the vast majority of people that I have met uh, throughout everywhere I've traveled, you are the anomaly. And from what you describe, it seems that you existed and lived in a time far earlier than, than, than ours, which... Would, would make sense with your skeletal appearance to now. The... I'm not... I'm not an academic. I, I'm, a, I'm a poet. I'm a writer. I don't know history very well. I'd probably be a better writer if I did. But... And I know this is probably a lot to swallow. Perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps I am from the alternate timeline or whatever is going on. But we are not on the same page of the book. We are not on the same level of, of, of history, your experience is vastly different. Your knowledge of what is going on is vastly different. Bregatone was the name of the city, the kingdom in the closed-off circle. And, and Cirque was a tumor that grew on the edge of it long after the kingdom fell. So what you're, you're telling me that... <laughs> you're telling me that somehow we finish the wall, wall goes up, somehow the God King still breaks through, and still takes down Bregatone. That's what you're saying to me. The, wait. You're telling me that you're some, uh, how long does calm emotions last? One minute. 
Okay, so he's no longer on the effects of that. Nope. So keep that in mind. <laughs> so you're telling me that you are subjects of the God King. You guys killed all of us somehow, broke into our, our kingdom. That's what you're telling me? The God King? What? No. If anything, uh, I don't know what you mean by the God King. And that's concerning oh, because we are not? we are not subjects of, of anything. The the city that you know, the kingdom that you know as Bregatone, is is an old relic. It's an old, it's 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 ruins. I'm sure you you know you've discovered ancient ruins in in your time. That is what it is to us. But that is where you are from. I know nothing of the God King. Who? What is? What is that? Also, uh, pretty worried because. Anything that is willing to call itself the God King is probably bad news. Roll me a um, charisma check, just a gen, or or like, like you are being honest here. I just want to know like how, or maybe he's gonna write roll an insight. I'll, Do you think that's fair? Uh, yeah, I think that makes almost more sense. But I'm okay. telling the truth. Um, but that's what you'd roll for to see if someone else is telling the truth. Is there something I can do to give him? I give him bardic inspiration. I like it. I This is perhaps the weirdest use of bardic inspiration, but I think Talbotson chooses just the right words. So you get to roll a d8 and add that to your roll. Yeah, seven. So yeah, he gets 23 on that. Uh, yeah, he can tell that you are being honest and not understanding the situation. Also, question, are you, do you have the hat with you? Um... I think, yeah, I think Talbotson's just kind of been holding it in lieu of a weapon. Gotcha. Um, and just sort of wringing it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, this is not my this is not my forte. Uh, I think that you need to just come on. Let's just go talk to people in charge, and we'll. Wait, but 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 Threep, what is the God King? I mean, he's the he's the fucking God King, man. Like he he's like. Were you building the wall to keep the God King out? Yeah, obviously. Like, you so gotta... obviously the God King is not a good God no, or a bad. good king. A bad God and a bad king. No, yeah, he's he's obviously bad. That's kind of a self-imposed title. I don't know exactly how it works, but he... he... How, would he how would, like, the common man describe this? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Because, like, I can't I, help you because I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Yeah, well, because, like, I, I'm, I know how, like how somebody who understands the situation would describe it. And I'm trying to figure out like what a a soldier who has maybe never seen it firsthand or, or only seen the after effects, like how they would describe it. Uh, visually. Uh, I'll, listen, what is the God King? Like he he's a guy with monsters who en enslaves people to his will, who cast like magic like it's nobody's business like just throw shit around like he is a bad dude I, <laughs> that might be underselling it a little bit he's killed so many people and like that you've that you've known that you've seen or is it yes. myth it's not myth no it's not i've seen well i mean i haven't seen him i've seen like his armies can i i've seen can I roll history to have ever encountered something that sounds like this in a book at some point in my college? Yeah. Yeah, do it. I just dropped that die on the floor. I'm not even looking at it. I'm rolling the other die. <laughs> and that is an eight plus three, 11. Uh, not really. I mean, with the 
You, you probably have a sense that with the loss, there's a lot of information that isn't out there anymore. But like, yeah. Uh, I don't. Okay, three. I think at some point we need to have a very uh, in-depth conversation and and figure out and try and reconcile. If you would be willing to accompany me back to Cirque in some manner, I, uh, p- p- pardon me. Hold on. Stop for a moment. Stop. Um, I want to try something. Put this on. And I hand him my hat. Interesting. It it might do nothing. I mean, that's up to you, and that's fine. I I um, think I I think it does nothing because I think that it is I think that it is very specifically coded to you specifically so that if somebody else was to happen upon it, like if you were to accidentally leave it somewhere, they wouldn't like put on their hat and suddenly become you, and they're like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. Ah, that was weird. Yes, well, watch. And I put it back on. Oh. And then take it off again. Oh. And then say, yes, things are never as they seem. Uh, Even more so than I ever expected. Well, I don't know. I have never heard of this God King or the myth, so I can only assume that your people, if, if the wall is not done into your memory, yes? The wall is still under construction. It's getting close. I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm not the person that would... I mean, maybe it's done. Maybe they finished it, but, like, I'm not... Threep, I think you won. I think you did it. I think... I don't know. There's a big gap between presumably when your end of your memory and experience and the current time as I understand it. <laughs> there is I mean, no God you... King. I think you won. I think you, you think defeated... I, I, you think I just, like, forgot this? No, I don't think you lived it. I don't think you were there. Not n- almost none of us will be there for the resolution of moments like this. Only a select few people will get the opportunity through either natural or unnatural causes to exist through the resolution of presumably centuries-long conflicts like this, and I don't think you were one of them. But because we exist on opposite sides of this river in time, I can tell you since I have never heard of the God King or any myth pertaining to an entity like this, I think you either won or were able to fend them off for so long that society was able to continue without their interference. And this is good. It, it, it means that your people were good and were, were on the right side of things and, and were successful. Because I served no master other than my my publisher and my calendar i am not i am not uh, in, conscripted into any army i am not a part of any force that i don't want to be a part of i live freely and i live in a city that didn't exist to your memory and so i what i think happened is that i don't think that you lived whether that was fighting the good fight or just getting old before it happened i think the, the important thing to know is that you won, in some way. Uh, I was. I, I don't know how the arcanist plays into any of this. Um, I, I don't know, but I, I think you. You'll know better than me. This, this is like I, I appreciate what you're you're trying to lay down, and I, I hope that you're right because if I if I if I if what we did was able to let you continue on and have a happy life, then 
Then maybe it was... Then maybe... And he holds out his hand in front of his face. Then maybe it'll have been worth it, but... This is above my pay grade, man. Yes, I, I understand. I cannot imagine that you chose your current... Um, I don't want to call it a predicament, because you are alive in some form. You are extant. You're communicating. You're intelligent. You're aware. Uh, and again, my reality is not necessarily objective reality. You could be the correct one. I don't know. This is a lot for me to take in, and I'm not the one who looks like a skeleton to most people. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if the arc, I wonder if the Arcanist will have uh, m more insight. Uh, how long have you known the Arcanist? I imagine we're probably getting pretty close. Yeah, uh, sorry, you guys had actually stopped walking in that main room. So just, just so that this is resolved, I want you to roll me a dexterity saving throw as you guys leave that room and start walking towards the ramp. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. That's a 14 plus 2, 16. Oh, wait. Nope, sorry. Uh, 14 plus 5, 19. I didn't realize I had uh, proficiency in saving throw. Cool. As you guys are starting to walk, you hear like a... And then jump backwards, maybe grab uh, the shoulder of this person, and like this green slime plops down from the roof. Uh, landing directly on top of the um, ceramic shards. Looking at this, you can kind of gather uh, that there was maybe like something thrown at the roof contained this stuff, which then fell as you approached, which could have been a moment, a fun moment, uh, if it had happened in the middle of maybe a chase sequence, but in the middle of a conversation, it's just kind of like interrupting the flow, and we just have to resolve it so that people aren't like, what the fuck was the ceramic noise about? <laughs> Oh, I assumed that had nothing to do with anything. I genuinely assumed that a detail you put in had nothing to do with anything. And that is perhaps the biggest mistake my hubris has caused. The uh, detail that I put in and made sure to repeat several times. <laughs> right? No, that's nothing. That's just flavor. It's nothing. Flavor. Ty just loves ceramics and the sounds they I make. Do. I love broken ceramics. I love breaking ceramics. I love I love creating archaeology for the future. Oh, uh, when the when the slime falls down, is it a sentient creature? Is it like not a sentient, but is it a creature? Uh, no, it's it's kind of like a, a reactive, like maybe like a mold, like a mold slime or something. Like like it's it's a it's a living thing that reacts to stuff, but it's not sentient in the sense that it is like it's not making decisions. No, no, it's just like a on-off, you know, binary fall, no fall kind of thing. Oh, what the hell? Sorry, uh, Brush probably threw this up when she was running out. Oh, is it like a like a trap? Uh, yeah, it's. it's I, I guess you could say it's like a trap. That's pretty clever. Is this? Mm -hmm. Is it like a fungus? Is this like I touch it? Uh, it, it burns your finger. Ow! Uh, take. Take a 1d4 acid damage, one acid damage. Ouch! <laughs> yeah, don't, you don't want to, you don't want to touch that. In retrospect, it seems obvious, but holy shit, ouch! <laughs> I don't have a fingerprint. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like very red. Uh, and you guys, <laughs> let's just <laughs> power through. Um... <laughs> You guys walk around that, maybe like hop onto, sort of step over some of the kind of moldy wooden uh, boxes that have been pushed to the side, and three. Yep. 
Can you call out to Brush? Is do you I, think? I, su I suppose. Uh, Just let them know we're coming. He uh, turns, holds up his hands as if he is shouting and like funneling the noise, um, and he shouts. Appears to be shouting in the direction of the ramp, down the ramp. I need to teach you how to use message. I really do. <laughs> um, and you two start to make your way down this ramp. The ground is is slick and it's muddy, and the air is like still humid, like it was outside and like it was before. But it's also dramatically cooler uh, than before, presumably because you're underground. The shadows here are very intense. It's very dark. It, you really can't see much of anything. I, I think actually, uh, as you guys were leaving that first room, Threep grabbed the ha uh, the lantern that was hanging on the wall and is carrying that with you guys. As you're walking down, the, the shadows are like hugging the light of the lantern. And um, after a short walk, uh, the ground levels out. And in front of you, you see a couple of carriages. And in the darkness, you see a large open space. You see what looks like in the shadows, maybe a couple of doorways, but uh, it's really hard to make out anything in the darkness. Where are we, Threep? This is extensive. This, From the outside, this building does not appear to be as, as voluminous as it is. Yeah, uh, well... We we had to make we had to fortify uh, during the the war and most people fortify outwards, not downwards. Well, we're not most people. Reggaeton is a set you up for that pretty good one-liner, huh? <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. Um, how how far down did we travel? If I had to guess, like how long? That was a felt like a long conversation, but we might have stopped. Yeah, you, you guys did most of that conversation in that first space, but the you didn't go that far down because the ramp that you were on was very, very shallow. Like it was it was not it was you covered more horizontal distance than vertical distance. Are we still seeing tree roots peeking down? No, you're okay. not. Yeah. Um the the tree that is growing through the fortress, is that Ah, uh, you're doing, or the arcanist doing, or is that like that when you arrived? Oh, that, that is, uh, well, it kind of just happened when... It kind of just happened. Ah! <laughs> it kind of just happened when, uh, we, hmm, this might be easier to show. Oh? And he starts walking around these carriages... And in the center of this space, where you had previously only seen darkness, your eyes are adjusting, and you can see a, a faint light coming from the center of this cavern. This light is coming from these glowing runes that are drawn on the ground in a circle. Interesting. Inside of that circle, you see two more lights that are green, and that are boring into you with intensity as a figure like a large stag with a human face stares at you. Oh, it's you. And I think that's where we're going to end for today. Okay. It's the dream figure because of course it is! <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Good. I definitely got decent vibes from that when I was dreaming. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was thinking that we might get to this halfway through the episode. 
Ty, I am excruciatingly sorry for my tendency to try and draw conversations out. <laughs> You've gotten some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was... You've gotten some good info. Yeah, it was a little bit... I got a little scattered because I really got a little over-eager trying to teach a message, wanting to teach three how to use message. But, uh, yeah. I'm trying to lean into Talbotton being a wordy fellow. No, I like it. It's good. Yeah, I'm not very good at words, so it's a fun experiment for me. <laughs> All right, man. So with that, thank you, everybody, for joining us today on uh, Side Character Quest. Mason, you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I want to say thank you to you, Ty, for putting together yet again another episode of Exciting Adventure and Unique Characters. <laughs> if you're interested in me and what I do for some reason, you can go to masonamadeus.com. M-A-S-O-N-A-M-A-D-E-U-S.com. Or follow me on Twitter, I guess, is the easiest thing. Yeah, follow me on Twitter, I guess, if you want. Just go to my website. That's, like, where I post whatever stuff I make. Yeah. I also, I don't really think Twitter is a place where I'm going to build any kind of an audience. So if people just want to, like, if people are curious, if people give a shit enough about this, uh, about, not about this, about me specifically, because, like, yeah. I... I don't know if I if I was following a show if I would care about the guest that much. So I don't think it's that important to follow my Twitter because to me, side character quest is more about the world you've created and all the people playing in it. Although I don't know because like Eli, Mallory, and Leslie, and Briar, they've all been really good. Okay, it took I, you it took you uh, four people to find somebody that actually has like an online presence. That I is know, unrelated to SQ. <laughs> I know, but but the thing is that those are all people where I listen to their episodes. It's like, oh, these are really cool people, and I would want to follow them online. I don't know. Um, Sir Eli of the Pine. Sir, at Sir Eli, at Sir of, Eli the of the Pine. Eli tweets very funny stuff. He has a personality online, unlike myself. Mallory doesn't have a Twitter, does she? She does not. As far as I know, she does not. If she does, it's a personal one that is unrelated to show stuff. And Sam... I don't think she has one. No, Sam No. Briar does. Briar has Racetrack Conlon. Yeah. Which is apparently a reference to something. Yeah, I don't know what. Um, <laughs> but also, I don't know. I don't know. I feel weird. I always feel weird plugging shit. And I try and... And with that, we're going to pitter-patter on out of here. I try not to, but I always do. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Pitter-patter, <laughs> pitter-patter. Don't follow me anywhere. Pitter-patter. Pitter-patter. I feel like I'm going to cut out. <laughs> I'm gonna cut no, out all of that. Pitter-patter! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna turn off this recording. Okay, I'll stop it. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.
Podcube. 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 Oh, Podcube. Podcube. Podcasts from the past. Delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can listen to audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. Have you ever wondered what Marie Antoinette used to say every time she poured herself a glass of milk? Do you ever wonder about what fruit was, like, the first one? Sate your myriad curiosities with Podcube. We delivered our very first Podcube to the 1800s inside of Alabaster's Haberdashery, the most galvanizing and avant-garde hat shop in the quaint little town of Prumpleshire, UK. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery. Here's a message from Alabaster himself. Is this the right, is this the right hole for speaking? Search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app. Or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube. PodCube. The future is yesterday. This is just gonna all just be bloop stuff. Yes, I am ready and I am recording right now. Oh, I'm recording too. One. One. Do I two? two. <laughs> you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right, man. Um, I'm standing back up. Get that standing energy. All right. Let me just. All right. Is he get? Oh, that's totally getting picked up on the recording right now. When you, the spaceship is lifting off. I see the stars, Captain. Pay them no mind. The stars are but liars. But Captain, they're moving closer. That's just an illusion. They're simply in the foreground. Now stop looking at them. The moon. It has a mouth. Pay no attention to the moon's mouth. And the spaceship drifted silently onwards into the mouth of the moon. WWTD, what would Talbotson do? Man, when Ty gets back, I'm going to ask him a question that's probably not going to work. The description for the spell mending says, as long as the breaker tear is no larger than one foot in any dimension, you mend it, but the spell can't restore magic. I don't know if, like, necromancy would do it or not. I don't have any necromancer spells. I have literally nothing. Okay. Uh, so he's heaving. George, yeah. well, you can repaint the scene for me now because you won't oh, yeah. need this later. George has so just covered this thing with his blanket. Yeah, he's just covered the thing with, like, his uh, jacket. Jacket, not blanket. <laughs> George isn't carrying a fucking blanket around. He probably is. Is, is he? I mean, he probably is. Like, people are, carry adventurer packs. Do adventurer's packs come with blankets? I didn't think that was on the they list. They come with bedrolls. The bedroll is like a sleeping bag. A sleeping bag, I guess, can be. I have used a sleeping bag as a blanket for a long time. I have as well. So, I guess that's true. Um, no, all these kids and their mending spells are like, lit fam yeet, make this shit so fleek. <laughs> and it's like... Um, <laughs> And it just doesn't, it doesn't mend it. It makes whatever you're doing dab. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'll probably take that out. I think that it's something that a forensic scientist can do, but I don't know that it's something that, like, a regular human being 
without professional experience would be able to do. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. Um, I honestly am not 100% sure. Well, here's a learning opportunity. We can Google this later. Blue, more importantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so weird to me that you were in my house once. Right? You were here. Well, you were where my drums are. This is where we right recorded that episode. It's weird to me that I haven't... This, this just occurred to me uh, a little bit ago. I have not seen a friend in person, like my friend... In oh, well over a year. Wow. Yeah. I've seen Tucker, but in a very limited capacity because he's moving. And so we've been outside moving stuff out of his barn. I remember. This fucking cat. Oh, God. The current year that. I and Blue and George here are going by is current year in brackets. Um, <laughs> it's a variable that will be entered by the coder. Um, this is probably a lot to take in. <laughs> the coder? Yes, the, the, the current year is private read-only integer current year. Threep, the year you just gave me makes... Ted Mason. What? <laughs> Sorry, you were just saying in Mason's voice. Oh. <clears throat> Three. <laughs> the year you just... Wow, now I can't remember what Talbotson sounds like. Is it? Is it like it's that? It's pretty much that. It's pretty much is that. It, is it? I feel like he's drifted a bit. It's, yeah, basic, it's basically the same timbre and rhythm as me. Um, <clears throat> Three. Oh my God. Bud. Bud. This is, you can't keep doing this, bud. Literally the worst spot there, a little bean boy. He, he climbs up, he climbs up, jumps under the mic. Bud, just stay there. Cats okay. are so good. Yeah. Uh, um, and now we have sirens outside. <laughs> What is it with today? I feel like every time we've gotten like a chunk done, it's been very good, but then it just keeps getting interrupted by shit. It keeps getting interrupted. But it's been like good chunks, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every chunk has felt like it's doing something important. Mm -hmm. And then we're we're just like stuck sitting here for like two two three minutes. <laughs> right. Like we've been recording momentum. My file is an hour and, and forty basically, uh, and it's gonna cut down to thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's only getting louder. Where is it going? Oh my god. Now maybe there's a fire truck. Maybe they're just training the new people how to use uh, the loud parts of the truck. The thing is, I, I've, I've heard uh, this mic pick up uh, sirens before. Oh, I can hear them clear as a bell. So <laughs> I'm sure Radical. if they're getting through, if they're getting through meats noise filter, they are definitely getting picked up in your audition. Oh my Really? Right as you breathed in. <laughs> oh. Uh, Threep. Yeah? Is that your horn? Um, 